This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Uh, hey, everyone. This is Doc Norton. Glad to be on the podcast. You know, a little bit about me. I've been in software for 30, 35 years now. I picked up Agile through XP in 99 and have been an avid practitioner ever since. Spent most of my career as a manager, director, CTO in uh, corporations in the Midwest in the last 10 years. I have been consulting at various organizations around the world. This is the continuing episode of a series with Doc Norton about his book, Escape Velocity. We talked about the double entendre metaphorically, but let's get straight to it. We talked about the metaphor of of, of escape velocity from physics, but there's also the other velocity. I think we forgot to mention that one, and you kind of talked a little bit about it. Are you saying that we shouldn't be collecting a velocity? Uh, So uh, I'm going to, I am going to say that. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Here's the thing about, here's, here's the thing about velocity. Okay. Um, So, you know, think about, think about a bit of the history of this and where it came into play, kind of coming out of XP and being adopted by Scrum, right? Velocity was a, was a measure that was effective for high functioning teams. Okay. I believe that to still be true. So if you've really, if you're really stable, if you're really, you know, you've got, you're kind of really honing well and you're running well as a machine, then I think that, you know, maybe velocity uh, can come into play. But to get there, to get there as a uh, early onset team or as a team that is, you know, still kind of, you know, uh, uh, figuring this out, you know, you're going to want to look at some things that are a little more informative. You're going to want to look at how much work do you have in progress? What's your throughput? You might want to you might want to run a cumulative flow diagram to kind of get a feel for what's happening in the system. And you might want to zoom in at times and then zoom back out. And there's a bunch of different measures that you want to take that will help the team really understand kind of causal factors around why is our throughput variable? You know, what's happening in our flow, etc. And in the use of those metrics, you might be able to get to a point where you are genuinely operating at uh, the highest pace possible while still producing quality with consistency, at which point velocity could be used. But you now have a canon of metrics that are far more informative that have gotten you to where you are today. What does velocity actually do that your existing metrics uh, you know, aren't doing better? So I actually encourage teams, forget it. Forget, you know, I also encourage teams to forget points. Don't worry There's about There's a lot of velocity. blasphemy going on you here, know. Doc. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. Keep going. I, I, so I... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've done so. The, the whole points thing, and we don't have to belabor it. Um, but I, I, I've I've done this repeatedly in organizations of various sizes, and, and all that we've done is we've said, okay, look, you're estimating. That's awesome, and you know that it's serving you well because you are estimating, and therefore it's serving you well. That's usually the argument. So all I'm asking you to do is run a set of metrics against the exact same data as if you had not estimated. Do that for a few months. Is it more or less or the same value 
as all the metrics you have that are dependent upon estimation. And it usually turns out that it is about the same or slightly better, in which case estimation is waste. The discussion isn't waste. But the actual number and the debate over, you know, was this three-point really a three-pointer now that it's done? Maybe it should have been a one or a five. That's all waste. But you can use evidence to prove that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I recall seeing a talk like a Mythbusters done by a, a Scrum CST. And I'm not going to get his full name here, but it's Todd. Todd Little. Mm-hmm. He did a Mythbusters on, does velocity help teams be more accurate with estimates? And he has access to a whole bunch of data at a big company. And uh, the answer was no. And the same answer as you said. He's like, well, having, doing, going through the activity of talking through it, explaining it to everyone helps a lot, but it's not any yep. more accurate than coming up with hours, I believe. is. I'm trying to remember what his verses is. I think it was about the, the, the traditional way of coming up with hours. So, but oh, yeah. oh, and then yeah. the other, I think the other ad he said is that it's actually, it takes less time to do the uh, story, sorry, do it by story points than the effort that people typically take to do it by hours. So that part has some value add, mm. but it doesn't mean it's not more accurate. <laughs> so, that, that, so the answer right. was still right. no, <laughs> myth busted. It's yeah. not more accurate. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm going a step further and saying, hey, if you actually, if you actually run metrics that aren't dependent on estimation at all, you, you, you'll likely find that you know, your throughput and your velocity are relatively reflective of each other, even though velocity is based on points and throughput's not. And you know, you, you'll find that, oh, gee, we can actually forecast without that stuff, and it's as accurate as our, our our prior forecasts. And then if you start using things like Monte Carlo simulations and forecasting, you, know, you can get even better probabilistic forecasts. So there's just there's there's other techniques. Oh 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 oh. Agile thoughts wants your help. However you find our show, be it through iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation systems, go ahead and leave us a review. Click some stars, and that will help us grow the show. Thank you. There are goodies in the show notes for you, like links back to how to get into contact with Doc Norton, and you can pick up a link to his book, Escape Velocity. And as an added bonus, there is a link to a video where Doc Norton summarizes the teachings of Escape Velocity. Check it out. Where are the show notes? Open up your podcast player and it's right there in your app. If you didn't use a podcast player app to listen to this, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and that website page will have the show notes there. The series started in episode 220. So if you're like my friend Webster the Widowmaker, go search for Lancer Agile Thoughts episode 220 and there you will find the start of this series. Next episode, more Doc Norton. Uh, Doc, go ahead and just list out what some of these anti-patterns are, just so people have in their heads the types of anti-patterns they'll learn about when they read this. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. So some, some of the independents, we talked about demand for higher velocity. One of the things I've seen a lot of organizations is cross-team velocity comparisons. This idea that, uh, you know, we can compare one team to another and, you know, that usually leads to, you know, pretty, pretty poor behavior in, in the environment and, and doesn't add any value. Just don't do it, right?